The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, finally, we have a special interview with Jared Greenberg. Jared is a reporter for TNT and NBA TV. And join my other show, BetMGM Tonight, along with my co-host, Nick Ashew. Great interview, so let's get into it. All right, we bring on Jared Greenberg, NBA on TNT. And uh, there are teams that obviously do care when we talk about the in-season tournament. I, I love what we've seen so far from it. Some of the courts are a little bit much, but that's you know, maybe they'll work some of those kinks out. Uh, now we're getting ready, obviously, for the, the knockout stage, the quarterfinals. And now we've had some teams eliminated. What has been the early, I guess, returns that you've heard from people in terms of whether it's teams, players, whatever, and how that in-season tournament has felt? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Trista, long time no talk. I know. Thanks for having me on. I know. we got to have you on more often. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, I heard this pays a lot of money, so I'm excited (laughs) to to start this relationship with you guys. Yeah, no, I listen, I'm fired up about the in-season tournament. Is it it perfect? No. Do they need to make tweaks? Yes. But I've been somebody who's been trying to argue with people for, it feels like, two decades that, that the regular season is important in the NBA. It is. There's, And we've lost some of that integrity. It's been watered down. And the complaints that I've heard about it are just, to me, mind-boggling. It's just this get-off-my-lawn mentality of, mm-hmm. ooh, change is hard and change is not good. No, like, this is fun. Tuesday night, I was on the air. I host our, our whip-around show. It's called Crunch Time on the NBA app. And the fact that... We not we not only had meaningful basketball with teams playing hard, but over the last 10 years, we've had trouble getting guys on the court for regular season games. Now I got Jason Tatum in the fourth quarter up by 30, trying to maintain a 30-point lead. If you don't like that, like, that's great. And people are saying that's not basketball. Who said that's not basketball? And why does that person 50 years ago get to dictate what happens now? It was great to see games being played for 48 freaking minutes in November. Mm-hmm. When did we get to the point where unwritten rules were a thing in the NBA? This isn't Major League Baseball. I heard Devin Booker, he was right. like, that. I, I would love this every single night because to right. me, it feels like sitting your starters in the fourth quarter actually makes really, really bad teams seem more good or mediocre than they are, which gives these GMs, coaches, and players cover for really just how terrible they are and the accountability that's lacking. No question. I mean, you guys talk about the the betting aspect. We do that too on Crunch Time on the NBA app all the time where, you know, you think you know what the – you feel good about the bet you're going to place, but then a coach, whether he's on the winning or losing side, decides to pull his starters midway through the third quarter because he's waving the white flag, and now that affects everything that you've thought all day about the bet you're going to place on the game. So I, I agree. You know, this is not baseball, and that's one of the things that I love about Adam Silver, uh, the commissioner of the NBA, 
who has said from almost his first day on the job that just because something has been done since 1947 does not mean that's the way it has to be done moving forward, whether that's an 82-game regular season, whether that's our playoff format, wh whatever it is. And, and injecting a little life into the regular season, to me, there is absolutely no negative about it. And if you want to argue it, I, I'd love to go to, uh, to, to go to war with you on that argument. Yeah, the NBA has always been willing to try new things, and I think that's what makes the league great because if you just get stale, right, people get bored. I mean, they're just sometimes you've right. got to at least give these types of things a shot. Talking to Jared Greenberg, BetMGM tonight. Uh, so w with the early thing that I've kind of noticed with this too when you talk about uh, like games being played 48 minutes, and thank God too because there's nothing worse than when a prop dies in the fourth quarter because all the starters yeah. are sitting and you're just going, I was on the right side and now I'm screwed because Jokic played 27 minutes and the Nuggets won by 35. But, you know, there are some younger right. teams where it feels like this tournament maybe does mean a little bit more to them than, say, you know, a team that's got their eyes on an NBA title. Now, that may be perception. That may not actually be the case. But that's kind of the early feel that I'm getting from a team like the Pacers who obviously plays the Celtics in a few days and we're going to kind of start seeing I think a little bit more of a sample size of what this tournament looks like when it's all said and done does that kind of feel that way for you too where some of these young teams this is their chance to kind of take that next jump knowing that okay if we're being honest we're not an NBA title contender yet but maybe we can sneak in and win this tournament right yeah Nick I, I thought that there would be two different approaches to the in-season tournament. And the first is, is what you're talking about. Young teams who are a little bit more hungrier, who haven't won anything. So winning something for the first time in an NBA cup would be cool to them, maybe valued more than an older team. But I also think that there are teams like the Lakers, like the Suns, who can't afford to wait until January or February to figure out who they are. It might be too late. So to play some pressurized games, I think this early in the season is good for you. It's good for the players. It's good for the coaching staffs to figure out what rotations, what lineups look like. And then I think it's really great for front offices. Listen, if, if the Lakers bomb out on Tuesday night against the Phoenix Suns or vice versa, then Rob Palinka and James Jones in the front offices for L.A. and Phoenix are going to have to look in the mirror and say, we just played a pressurized pl simulation playoff game and this group is not ready for it. What can we do between now and maybe the trade deadline or, um, you know, in terms of free agents that are out there, not that there is that many, but what can we do around the edges to get our team prepared for a April and May basketball? What do you think about the Magic and why they've become so potent defensively? Our Magic, Our Krista. Magic. Our Magic. Jared, I took them to one, the division, <laughs> yes. and boy, oh boy, BetMGM keeps giving me cash-out options, and I'm no coward. <laughs> I'm not taking it. No, don't. I wouldn't take it either. I, I've, I've loved the Magic for a while. This, If, if you've been a, a true diehard Magic fan, you've been on the fun bus that they park outside of Amway Arena, um, then then you would know that this has been a slow churn, a slow burn, right? It's taken a long time. They really swung and missed at a lot of draft picks. They made some really questionable draft picks um, over the last few years. But Franz Wagner is probably the best player in the NBA that casual NBA fans are not talking about. Paolo Bancaro is sensational. They are so freaking big uh, on their front line with Wendell Carter and, you know, obviously he's dealing with some issues, but um, Carter, Wagner, um, Isaac, you know, and Batadze, who's come in out of nowhere and, and filled in Bancaro, 
Yeah, and, and the fact that they're so deep in the guard rotation, like their guards even, I don't, you know, Cole Anthony's had some really good games, 30-point game the other night, but I, I don't even think Suggs and Fultz are gelling to that point that that they can be that good. But it's been, it's it's all about patience, right? And Jamal Mosley, I don't know if you guys have ever spoken to him, but he is one of the coolest guys. Like, I just feel like he connects with his players, and it just makes sense that they're ready. Listen, again, like you said, Nick, like the Pacers, they're not a team that's going to win a championship this year. But they're a team that I thought was going to be a lock for the play-in tournament. Right now, I'm excited to see the Magic battle with teams that are going to take it easy in February and March. And they're going to put pressure on them to make the top six in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, sometimes it just takes one season for all these young players to just click at the right time. And it really feels like that's starting to happen with the Magic. On the other side of things, there's the Warriors, who at this point might be struggling to get into the play-in tournament if this continues the way that they look right now. Obviously, look, they're older. We know they've had dealt with some injuries, the Draymond suspension. Like, there's a lot going on. It's an 82-game schedule. Klay Thompson's not worried. That's fine. He probably shouldn't be with all the success they've had in the past. But when you watch the Warriors right now, do you see a team? who's at this point maybe just a fringe playoff team at best yeah I, you know to me some of their roster construction decisions have been questionable over the last couple of years uh i understand why they went out and got chris paul because their bench unit was just so bad and let, let's not kid ourselves nobody in the warriors organization if, if they're taking a lie detector thought he would come in and start as many games as he had he has that that and and they kind of placated him saying we'll figure it out in training camp that that's garbage he came in because they had no one to control the second unit last year and the second unit was the worst second unit in all of basketball but to me as bad as that was their bigger issue is they can't rebound the ball they've got no consistency behind Draymond Steve Kerr does not trust Jonathan Kuminga who now is obviously uh dealing with some things but you know they they just don't have enough they've not, not put enough attention on their other weaknesses like um you know defense like they're 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 playing the post um and to me you know Wiggins is starting to come on he's playing a little better but yeah the whole Wiggins clay thing has to resolve itself and now you know with Gary Payton it's going to be out he might oh. be out the whole year with, with his calf yeah. injury um you know, this it's just it's devastating for them. But but I'm not as down on them as I think some people are just because I, I believe in Steph Curry and what Steph Curry did. What, what I don't think people are appreciating enough is what Steph Curry did in the first month of the season with as bad of a supporting cast as he had should make him one of the top three MVP candidates. <laughs> now, he won't last there if this continues, but he has been just so sp- superb. But we saw it the other night. You know, if Clay and Wiggins can't hit big shots and and the decision by Steve Kerr to take Moses Moody out of the game, I don't I'm, I'm curious. He probably hit his prop. I, I would imagine that game because of how, how hot he was. But how do you take a guy on a heater off the court when all you need is other guys other than Steph that can score? Yeah, now Clay and Wiggs feel like they're kind of turning on each other, too, talking about who should be sitting and coming off the bench. Uh, we have just about <laughs> a minute. I wanted to get your thoughts on what team right now is waiting in the weeds, kind of hanging below the radar that you think has the potential to be dangerous, say like a Pelican, say like a Clippers or a Cavs or a Timberwolves. Yeah, I, I love the Timberwolves right now. I think the fact that they're playing defense the way they are, they're consistently through the first month of the season been top two, top three. Um, and Anthony Edwards is is a bona fide superstar. I did not think he would be this good, particularly this quick. And the way they've gotten Cat and, and Rudy Gobert on the same page, remarkable. They get McDaniels back into the lineup in the next few weeks. This team is going to be a big problem in the West.
Jared Greenberg, NBA on TNT, NBA TV. You see him everywhere. You know the face. You know the name. Love having you on, man. Woo! Appreciate the time. Spitting. Thank you, guys. Great to, great to talk to you. He brings up a good point, too, about like young team or like older teams kind of testing out what they are, are. Like, what you're like in a playoff scenario. That's it's almost like a preseason playoff. I exactly. think that's that's another really good way to look at it. That's all the time that we have for this episode of the Heat Check. Many thanks to Jared and my peeps at BetMGM tonight. Come check us out seven to eleven Monday through Friday, East Coast Standard Time. Come back tomorrow as well. No, tomorrow is Monday. No, come back Monday. I I don't even know what day it is. I'm moving. Uh, for an all new episode, check out the feed for past episodes and mini episodes, which drop. Uh, like fall leaves in a gentle breeze, and there's a lot of them uh, in my yard. Do not forget to follow the heat check all season long. That means download. That means subscribe. That means tell your friends. All of them. Even even that mover that won't text you back, and you're not sure whether he's going to remove TVs from your wall. Say, hey, by the way, are you coming on Saturday? Also, have you heard the newest episode of the heat check? Come and check it out before you come over. Also, follow us on social at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll see you next time.